0: What's up Spartans, Batman here to go over the August Drop Pod, but before we get started, please subscribe for more Halo content. TST Gaming, your destination for all things Halo. So recently, 343 gave us the latest update in the form of the August Drop Pod. As far as new features go, several quality of life improvements and new features have been added to Halo Infinite in this update. First up, cross visors. All visors are now compatible with all armor cores. This change applies to all previously released visors and all visors that will be released moving forward, which I think is a fantastic decision because it gives you so much more customization just in that one slot alone. And that's a good move towards a broader cross customization between the different armor cores. Next up is improved Mark 7 helmet attachment compatibility. Several Mark 7 helmet attachments are now compatible with more Mark 7 helmets. If you have already unlocked an updated helmet attachment, no action is needed for it to become available with the additional helmets. And on the link that we'll be providing in the description down below, there will be a, a list of all the updated Mark 7 helmet attachments that you can now utilize. Next up, and this is one that I'm excited about, is challenges are now visible on the pause menu. So active challenges will now be listed on the pause menu during multiplayer matches. However, challenge progress is not visible during a match. Challenge progress will be added to this feature in a future update. This is very similar to how they have things in the Master Chief Collection currently, and they're moving towards that direction, which is where you would actually be able to see it. When you hit the 10 headshots or whatever it is, it'll pop up for you, is how I'm expecting it to go, rather than you just happen to hit start. However, by hitting pause, you can at least get an idea of what your challenges were if you didn't get a chance to look at them or forgot to in between matches. Up until now, if I forgot to do it, in between matches I've been using the app just to see what my challenges are, so this is going to be much more convenient. Some resolved issues that were made in the August 9th 2022 drop pod are, under multiplayer, the volume of a nearby player's shield recharging has been lowered, especially when the recharging player is out of the line of sight. Choppers will no longer continue boosting after being disabled by a Dynamo Grenade's EMP effect. The M41 Spanker's damage radius has been improved and now more consistently damages enemies. A fully charged shot from the Plasma Pistol will now correctly deplete all shields, including active overshields. Mark assists and medals related to the mark system will now appear correctly when the Superintendent AI is equipped. Players can no longer mark enemies who are obscured behind waist-high cover. That one I'm a little nervous about, but we'll see how well it works. Headshots more consistently register on enemies without shields when using precision weapons such as the MK-50 Sidekick or the Stalker Rifle. In custom games, King of the Hill now goes to overtime when both teams have the same score as time runs out. In free-for-all King of the Hill matches, the mini-scoreboard near the bottom of the screen no longer shows unused meters and the full scoreboard shows the following stats. Points, score, kills, deaths. In custom games, attrition rounds now consistently end when a team is fully eliminated. While spectating a player in observer mode on PC, player weapons will no longer shake when the camera moves up or down. Resolved an issue where dropped equipment could not be picked up near the lower light bridge on Catalyst. Observers will no longer be counted as a member of the enemy team in Attrition Custom Games. The outline of the danger zone's final circle will no longer appear early in Last Spartan Standing Custom Games. And dropped weapons will no longer accumulate during Tactical Slayer matches. Now as far as menus go, this is what they have changed. The fourth challenge slot will now always be enabled when a premium battle pass is equipped. Visor colors will now appear correctly when using the following helmet and attachment combinations. Cambian Helmet with UA Ferberus attachment, AKIS 2GRD Helmet with the TAS Lantifrid attachment. Land grab and Last Spartan Standing now have unique game mode icons in various menus. In the Ranked Arena playlist menu, changing the Ranked Q-Type now correctly updates the estimated weight tooltip. Air messages now consistently appear in matchmaking playlist menus. Now they did make a few balance changes, and so we're gonna start with grapple shot. To maintain multiplayer balance, players will no longer be able to exit a vehicle to cancel an enemy's grapple jack. And the developer specifically, a little bit more in detail, says Vehicle Conversion. Trading from one team to another is critical to balance in big team battle and arena. If we can encourage vehicles, swapping teams at least once per match, we can safely make vehicles strong. The grapple shot plays an important role in the sandbox to cause vehicle conversions. There was an unintended mechanic where exiting a vehicle would stop a grapple jack. We fixed that unintended mechanic so the grapple shot can better play its role and vehicle conversion is more frequent. Light and medium vehicles. Non-tank vehicles such as the Ghost or Warthog are now more resilient to small arms fire. All of these changes apply to multiplayer and a few apply to campaign as well. Under developer notes it says, Feedback has been consistent that small arms fire is too effective at taking down vehicles outside of tanks. To provide a significant buff against most infantry weapons, we made the following changes to light and medium vehicle armor. Global, campaign and multiplayer. reduce damage from high impact on light vehicles from 160% to 155%. Reduced damage from high impact on medium vehicles from 128 percent to 125%. Reduced damage from shock on light vehicles from 30% to 25%. Reduce damage from the Disruptor's Super Combine and the Dynamo Grenade on Light vehicles from 75% to 30% Reduce damage from the Disruptor's Super Combine and the Dynamo Grenade on Medium vehicles from 50% to 20% Reduce damage from the Disruptor's Super Combine and the Dynamo Grenade on Heavy vehicles from 20% to 10% Multiplayer only Reduce damage from Bullet on Light vehicles from 35% to 30 Reduce damage from Bullet on Medium vehicles from 20% to 15 Reduce damage from explosion on light vehicles, 80 to 50%. Reduce damage from explosion on medium vehicles, from 45% to 30%. Reduce damage from hard light on light vehicles, from 100% to 75%. Reduce damage from hard light on medium vehicles, from 100% to 70%. So it doesn't seem like those nerfs or buffs, however you want to look at it, are significant. But I think they're just trying to inch to figure out the exact right percentage. And that's the only way they can do it, is by tinkering. And again, some of those are going to be in campaign and multiplayer and some were multiplayer only, and again, this will be listed in Warthog. The Warthog can now be knocked around more easily by players using weapons such as an M41 Spanker or the Repulsor Equipment. Developer notes, Players were feeling bummed they couldn't knock the Warthog around as much as they expected. It has been part of their core competency for decades now, so we wanted to give players more pushing power against the Warthog. Increased Horizontal Impulse from 0.65 to 0.7, Increased Vertical Impulse from 0.9 to 0.1, increased angular impulse from 0.65 to 0.7 so again minor changes but just trying to make it a little bit more balanced a little bit more fun and a little bit more old school halo known issues with this update the team has added one new issue to our known issues list in last spartan standing custom games bots do not level up after gaining enough score to improve their loadout also the xbox app or microsoft store app version of halo infinite may download extra data upon launching the game this update on all platforms is approximately two gigabytes or less. Let us know down in the comments below which of these are you liking, which of these are you not. Some of the things I'm looking forward to are the spanker's damage radius being improved and the fully charged shot actually working correctly on all shields as well as the... Headshots being more consistent register on enemies without shields using precision weapons. Because I've had so many times where it's like, they had no shields, but just feels like you're barely missing their ear. And you think you got that shot, but it's not tracking. So I think this these are really good improvements. We'll have to see over time how well this update stands the test of time and what gets changed later. But that's all we have for today. If you did enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. Thank you for watching TST Gaming, and until next time, just play.